episode four uh, with me and Nick. High vibes running. High vibes running. What's up, crew? Let's go. It's Thursday. Um, what's today's date? September 8th. That's fucking wild that it's already September 8th. September 8th. Years flying by. Um, Nick, how you feeling? I feel phenomenal, Juan. Thank you for asking. That's incredible. That's incredible. I'm pretty excited about today's episode. I'm stoked about today's episode. I think we're going to get a lot of knowledge and a lot of wisdom, a lot of takeaways from today's podcast, both you and I and for everybody listening. Um, so today, we've got our special friend. Special guest. Special <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll work on that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, today, we got a close friend and one of the leaders of the community here on the east side of Austin, Texas. Um, we're coming to you live. I'm not going to edit this, so watch your mouth, gentlemen. <laughs> um we're coming to you live from Squatch Studios on the east side of Austin. Um, it feels like we're in a sniper nest right now. Um, so there's that. Um, our guest today is Coach Bray Don. <laughs> Coach Bray, welcome to the podcast, brother. I appreciate y'all. What a what an intro. Don't edit that. That was money. <laughs> Never will. And we're about to snipe you guys with some knowledge bombs today. Let's go. Um, we are up in yeah. the, the Squatch Studios, as uh, Juan um, uh, pronounced, yep. and uh, ready to flow, ready to flow with you guys. Amazing. I appreciate you guys for having me, and let's rock. Let's rock. Stoked to have you, man. Awesome. So yeah. for those of you who don't know, Coach Bray is the coach of mobility and strength in Austin, Texas. If you don't know, now you know. Now you know. Now you know. He's Damn. the number one. He's the guy. Pain-free pain performance right Damn. here. That's kind pain of a free. Which is really the goal, right? <clears throat> I mean, we can set uh, as many fun physical goals as we can. But if you get injured, if you're feeling pain, you're not enjoying yourself, that's a problem. So yeah. that's, that's got to be priority number one is to stay safe, stay, stay safe, mobile, stay, healthy. stay active. We're doing this to perform outside of the gym. Even though the gym is fun and hitting our maxes is fun and being savages is fun, we're trying to perform outside of the gym. So, you know, not getting hurt is a definite priority. Um, speaking of which, Nick, how's your shin doing? It's better, man. It's better. This is a, a rare uh, external injury because I, I I just banged it. It's looking a, rough, man. Uh, it's looking better, actually. But Okay. There we go. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sometimes uh, it's I don't looking rough. <laughs> I don't have context. Hey, why here. would you say that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, like, Come on, bro. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> just start believing. It's you. looking a lot better. It is. Oh, uh, great, great, great. Yeah, um, it's, I'm. I'm doing good. I'm gonna get uh, back to running today. Yeah, so. amazing. Yeah. A couple so, days off. Uh, so let me uh, start by asking Bray some questions here, or at least giving him some uh, something to talk about because I love to talk. I'm sure there's there's a lot of knowledge and information in your brain. Uh, for me as a runner, um, as someone who does this as a hobby, but is passionate about pursuing it at a, a higher level than most, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people dabble, maybe they'll run a half marathon, maybe a marathon in their life. And maybe uh, once, maybe, maybe that's their, and that's thing. like 5% of people. Right. You know and, what I mean? and Juan and I are seeking to do our first ultra in Nine days. We Nine leave. days. Uh, like Shoot, ten stuck days. Up on stuck up real quick. Woo! So excited. Sorry if I hurt your ears there, audience. Yeah, turn your sorry, no, sorry. down. Let okay. me level mine down real quick on this cool. 
DJ thing. Set. My man yeah, trying man. to get canceled over here. Yeah. No. No. So none of that. So for us, we do not want to get canceled. So for these two guys sitting here in front of you who are running more miles than most, what is some some priorities to keep us safe and healthy and you know performing at our best? For a long period of time, what are some of the pillars that you see as a mobility strength mm. coach um, for all of the clients that you have? You yeah. help runners specifically, and uh, what are some key takeaways, some things for us to keep in mind? On and Bray, journey? also, you're you're a great runner too. You're running a lot these days, so kind of share on what you're doing for yourself to maintain that high level of running that you've been performing at. Yeah, I mean, it parallels for what I do and what uh, what I would recommend for y'all. Like, number one, like the the real big theme that I kind of is the filter I put through every type of movement and training is doing as little as possible to elicit the most response and, and really doing as little as possible intensity. Like intensity is the metric and I'll, and I'll go deeper into that. But intensity is the metric that everyone's drawn to. Like, right, like it, we got the we got the the high stress work environments. We got technology, which is it, everything's really fast. We have the hit classes that everyone's drawn to. Like the energy is just super, super not yin. No, <laughs> not yin. The not yin. The spectrum. And uh, what that creates, and I see that same with running. It's like the philosophy, like, let me go as hard as I can for as long as I can. That's usually the simplicity that people think about when they run in general. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's like it's changing that mindset first of understanding how to uh, scale intensity, right? And, and starting with like if you can, like the whole idea, if you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. Like starting with something and, and, and then building from there and understanding what level you're at. A lot of times people don't know what level they're at and that can be stressful or intimidating. And, and that t- typically invites them to overdo it off the get-go, which typically invites them to build this negative connection to running because they they went all out and then that, oh, that fucking sucks. It was super hard. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. So it's like, oh, I don't want to do that again if it, this isn't fun. Um, so first one, yeah, is, is managing intensity. So, Bray, how do you measure that intensity? Is it heart rate? Is it a pers- rate of perceived exertion? Is it, is it the way someone much, feels see, after this is where it gets, how sweaty I get? This is where it gets challenging because like there's two routes you can go there. It's like, oh, do I want to get all this biofeedback and, and really understand? But then there's like, there's like, oh, there's the intuition of like mm. understanding yourself more. I think there's a marriage between the two that I dabble with um, of using feedback like whoop and understanding uh, what maybe I'll do a heart rate monitor to understanding where my max heart rate is a good way to test that. Um, finding where your max, you can go and get like VO2 maxes, but that's kind of expensive. You can also do a 12 minute mm-hmm. test where you just run as far as you can for 12 minutes and then do your average, uh, heart rate and that, and that or your average highest, uh, max heart rate for that time. And that's your max heart rate and okay. then reverse engineer from there. So in terms of your question, are, I usually rate a perceived exertion. I want to be around the 80, 20 to 85, 15 rule where the 80 to 85, I'm in like zone two cruising 40% to 60% of my smile RPE, on your face. smile on my face. Uh, and, 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 but then that other one, like it's dabbling with different intervals and playing with intensity, not always going max intensity, even there, maybe it's like an 80 or 70% of my max or 90% of my max. Um, so really understanding that I think 
that is something again people don't they don't have the intuition of understanding that right. so it takes reps so that, again that's intimidating but the longer you you do these things the more over time you're going to understand what your body can handle so i don't for example let's say i get a really bad recovery uh i'm not gonna let it ruin my day but i'm gonna and you're referring to the whoop yeah yeah the whoop referring whoop. to the whoop let's okay. say i get a bad recovery and that's calculating my, my hrv my my heart rate um which variability is that- heart rate variability yep Okay. And uh, that's something I love to talk about here in a second too. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so if I had a bad recovery, I'm going to adapt my day. You know, I, I in the kind of the loose game plan um, to pivot a little bit with my training. I don't I don't have to do a certain thing each day. Like I have a, a loose game plan that I want to accomplish over because it's tied to my goal, which is tied to like a month goal or a week goal. And then I can just switch days around or maybe... Yeah. Maybe like I was talking to you earlier, like I'm doing nothing this week because I've been going ham for the past like, three months. So yeah. I'm, I'm doing a complete deload week where I'm literally just doing mobility and just walking and biking. And that's it. Yeah. And recovering your CNS. Exactly. Letting the adrenals like refill. Yeah. And that's, I mean, back to your original question of uh, what metrics or, or things am I looking at? It's the, the intensity factor, but that's going to play into... The system that I believe is the most important for people to see results is their CNS, their nervous system, right? If that thing okay. is off, which that is tied to your recovery, um, if that thing is off and you're at a high stress, your body does not want to support you. It wants to protect you. Support you is the wrong word. It doesn't want it to adapt and grow. It wants to protect and stay safe. And conserve. And conserve, exactly. So if we're talking about each day, each day we have an allotted amount of energy, right? So that, that, that energy is tied to our movement, our, our business decisions, our relational decisions, our, our food diets, decisions, our food decisions. everything is tied to that. So like I, when I'm thinking of training and being efficient, you know, if I'm say taking a, a random client who's, you know, corporate worker, high stress, like, bro, we're going to do some mobility, a lot of mobility. <laughs> you don't need the, you don't need to parallel that and lap that with something else intense because you're just not gonna see efficient results. Right, and so when you guys say CNS, that's central nervous system, mm-hmm. okay, so how how do you measure that? Is it more biofeedback? Is it more intuitive? Is yeah. The, the holistic sense of good, stress? And- good question. Good question. So again, two pair, the two sides, there's the biofeedback, um, HRV, I think it, HRV, heart rate variability is essentially Long story short, your ability to, the, to manage your nervous system when it goes from a high stress to a low stress or a low stress to a high stress. Like it's the, right. the, the interchangeable of, of, of uh, your heart rate. Um, right. And then the metric for HRV is the time between heartbeats. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So how much time is in between a heartbeat? How much, how much does your heart have to work in order for you to perform yep. today? So, but, right. and, but the holistic approach, you can do uh, a breath hold. So if you, you'll take a, a few kind of like deep, like the best is to do it in the morning, take a few just deep breaths. And then on the third one, just blow it out and see how long you can hold it for. I, I, I have to like, I don't remember exactly. I think after a minute, like if you can, if, if you're in like the 10 to 30 seconds, your recovery shit. <laughs> like, but if you're over a minute, like you're, you're probably set it? up to be good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> competition time on the show today. <laughs> Who's recovered more? Yeah, right. But that's the more holistic approach. If you want to be more in tune um, with yourself and not rely on biofeedback. Okay. So uh, you do three deep breaths, you release, and on the exhale, you hold your breath. Yep. Hold your and breath. the like in general, the longer you can hold after that, the exhale, more recovered you are. 
the more the better recovery you're doing. Okay. Exactly. Cause then when you hold your breath like that, you before you like, you know, do the like inhale after holding your breath, you kind of feel the fear or some type of like panic come up in you. It's yep. like we need oxygen right now, like stop playing, like let's breathe. Yep. Do you see benefit in like like I can only do thirty seconds, but I I know I can physically hold it for much longer, like two, three minutes. And if it hits thirty seconds and I'm panicking, like is there do you ever like tell your clients to just try to work past that fear and just hold it and it goes away, or is it just like whatever you can do in that moment? Hmm. I think uh, I haven't specifically been in that scenario. I I think how I would answer that is one, your nervous system, like how you wake up. Yes, that's that's the state that you're at, but you can improve that throughout the day. Mm. So I I don't know if challenging that mentally is the route, but I think throughout the day, like being adapting your, your training to be more breast centric and heart centric to to in turn support your heart rate availability or your nervous system would it then set you up for like the next day of the day after that. I think, I feel like if we're not getting that recovery overnight, yes, there's things we can do throughout that day to support that like um, breath right. work and movement. Yeah. But I don't, the mental side, I don't know if there's a lot of, I, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure if okay. there's a lot of carryover to that actually improving your CNS. But right. your CNS is his own freaking game. So it's like, yes, improve your mindset and push through that. But I don't know if it's going to, support your if that's the best thing for it to fully recover exactly because right it's back to the intensity push through push through right so it's like nah actually relax (laughs) Relax. (laughs) take it easy (laughs) yeah take it for what it is right now and then try to move forward from there exactly so nice to hear i always rely to hear see i always fall back like i i i really i feel this in deep inside me that's why i talk about this stuff a lot and i'm going to talk a lot more about hiv in the future and just i see the movement of fitness going toward this a lot more because again i just see stress management is the answer like to a lot of our problems and and that's that is cns training but like even that question right there like i see that in so many other questions like everyone like if you say for example you have you have 20 minutes and you're rushed and you're like i need to get a workout in right what, what is most people going to do they're going to either go like run super fast or do some crazy hit workout for 20 minutes yeah i'm doing the opposite minutes. bro i'm doing breath work for 20 minutes like, <laughs> like if i got 20 minutes and i'm going to like set myself up to perform because life is performance as you said at the beginning uh i want to i want to make sure i'm resetting my cns so i can save that energy for other more important decisions in my life right 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 interesting that's kind of comes to like napping during the day like you have 20 minutes to work out or you can just lay down and hit some mandatory shavasana so if you know what i mean something on that i uh i've been doing the past week and a half it's called nsdr uh yoga nidra yeah um and dude it's been life-changing literally life-changing andrew huberman talks about it he he does it every day nice i do a minimum of 10 minutes the past week and a half i didn't know he promoted that that's pretty cool yeah he's he's big on it um there's a few routes people can go to do that i know at the app that he talked about originally is called Reverie. I personally didn't like it. Okay. Um, but it's a good intro to like hypnosis in general. Um, but I just been searching SDR Yoga Nidra on, on YouTube and been crushing that. Nice. Usually 10 to 30 minutes, like midday. I just did one just before here. Um, and, or I'll do it midday to kind of recharge me. Like if someone was taking a nap, I would personally rather do that because a nap's usually, I kind of wake up and I'm like drowsy. Right. Um, this is really, I wake up and I feel charged up. 
And then I've been doing it at night too for like a two hour one where it just like constantly plays and I'm just like, I'm out. I've been uh, getting a lot more REM sleep, a lot more deep sleep. Nice. Um, and if we're talking about CNS training, like if I look at water, sleep, movement, nutrition, which to me are the four pillars. Um, so can, water, water, sleep, sleep nu- nutrition, and movement. Okay. So those are the four pillars of health. Um, and then you can break those up into many different facets. But uh, if I take all four of those away for 24 hours, which one's going to impact me the most? Sleep. Sleep disrupts it's gonna bring, everything bring you back the most or? no it's gonna it's gonna disrupt your like health the most like right. if i don't have water for 24 hours I'm, it's gonna suck but i'll, I'll be all right if yeah. i don't have movement for 24 hours if i don't have nutrition for 24 hours like we'll get by but sleep for 24 hours no bueno yeah you're not you're gonna be seeing shit no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> so like this if people think more like that and like okay if i want to look good naked be healthy be fit I want to make sure my sleep is <laughs> number, number one. one like, exactly. Right. So in terms of priority, it's number one, sleep. What would you say number two is? Uh, water. 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 Just being hydrated. Yeah. Drinking enough of it or having drinking high enough. quality? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's another question. <laughs> high quality. If it started with like drinking enough first. Right. But then high quality. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I lost my uh, my thermos this past weekend. And now I'm drinking out of plastic. Yeah. I mean, and I'm like, yeah, you are too. And I'm like, fuck, like cancer. You know what I mean? Like low testosterone. Yeah. Don't drink plastic, guys. But also, I'd rather be hydrated 100%. than not hydrated. So, you know, we're eating some plastic today. <laughs> there's like, there's, there's right. trade-offs to life. It's like, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you need, you need water. So. At the end of the day, you need water. Sacrifice, whatever. So then nutrition and then movement? That's kind of what's yeah, coming Yeah, I think a movement is last, even though that's like I'm a trainer and I, I move a lot. Like, yeah, and I love movement fun, and I yeah. propose movement. I, it's the, it's the, the last one, but it's obviously a pillar, so it's very vital. Yeah, important. they're all vital. <laughs> it's not like it's yeah. discounted here. <laughs> yeah, and you can't do one and not do the other three. That just won't work. Well, right? just so. to, to, yeah, I mean, when I'm thinking about how I'm structuring my life, like I'm about to go on a road trip for 40 days and like those are the four pillars in my mind. Okay, okay, we need to have this set, this set, this set. If this happens, okay, we can do this. Like, cool. That's everything's filtered through that. Filtered through the pillars, man. Yeah, I, like that. I feel like it'll help like decision making. If you're sticking to those pillars, like decisions will come easier throughout the day. Because yep. if it doesn't fit those and like you really, it doesn't serve you. And that's with so. life in general, right? Like having the pillars of you like that your core values and then filtering all the bs out of that and what doesn't align i think that's something that we you know and that's part of health too just being clear on who you are and then those things will filter through and then you'll be able to make more uh i guess aligned decisions with you know your future self with who you want to be with your goals with what you're trying to accomplish exactly it's beautiful i love that so um getting back to my initial question just to to have some more takeaways maybe for me today getting back to this question about running Mm -hmm. and like me as a runner clients who are runners so what i'm hearing from you is that keeping a a low to moderate intensity for most of the runs is is important and having proper recovery um are paramount for running a long time being you know doing it pain-free and healthy for race what's what's another thing to help to help me Stay healthy, wealthy, and amazing. Healthy, wealthy, and amazing. <laughs> Thank you for uh, circling back. Uh, number three is you know the, how you introduced me to mobility. And mobility, the way I look at that is two real big things. One is really controlling your body, like understanding mm-hmm. it, mastering it, you could say. Mm-hmm. I think, um, and then two is strengthening your weak points. 
We all have mm. weak points in our body because of what we're doing right now, sitting down, right? Those, those common weak points on our body are yeah. our hip flexors, our low back, our adductors, our groin area, our feet, our feet, when we're sitting our down. ankles, um, our neck. These yeah. are these are common weak points on the body. Guys, sitting is death. Sitting is death. <laughs> sitting is death. Stand up, right? So I, I, yeah, circulation I a, slows <laughs> when you sit down. Remember that. <laughs> so so yeah, strengthen those weak points, and then mobility. Your mo- and this is the definition of mobility that I run off of is your ability to, to control all ranges of motion. Okay. So do me a favor real quick and help me distinguish that. I know a lot of people think of mobility and they think of someone who's flexible Yeah. and can, you know, give me a little different. How do you differentiate mm-hmm. flexibility versus mobility? So flexibility is your ability to lengthen a muscle. Mobility is the, the range of what a joint can, can move through. So an, ex- mm. an example, so hamstrings, I can reach down, touch my toes. That is flexibility. Okay. Mobility would be for me to do a, a RDL or something all the way down with control, full range of motion, and, and be able to my body be in a safe environment. That's one example. Mm. Um, another, another way to explain it is, is, okay, say there's people who are hypermobile. Those people injure themselves a lot, generally. You can look into that. And it's because they don't have control over those muscles, right? And let me, let me paint the picture even more. So say, okay, we're, we're born, we're babies. Right, we're fuck, we're hypermobile as hell. Yeah. Right, we have we have we have all, but we we don't have connections. So we learn really? to crawl, we learn to walk, and what's what, what's happening is we're developing our motor recruitment patterns to activate our muscle fibers. Right, then we get plugged into the system of sitting down, and then we start losing that shit over in time. School, exactly. School sucks. Exactly. School. <laughs> Drop out. <laughs> don't stay in school. Drop get out. out of school. Go squat in nature. <laughs> don't. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah. So that 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 analogy, we start losing that connection. So, for, for example, so the hypermobile people who I see in the world, they are injuring themselves because they don't have control over those muscle fibers. So to give you an example, there's passive range of motion and there's active range of motion. So when I'm stretching, I am, I am, I am, uh, I'm activating my active range of motion because I'm forcing that. Like it's a, it's a controlled stimulus. Okay. So passive would be my ability just to like, okay, I can lift my leg up. I can do the splits without like a really a stretch. Right. And, and I can, I, it's, uh, it's passive. So for example, let's say I'm right here. I'm, this is a, a example that I use a lot. It's kind yeah. of awkward to do right now, but I can like bend my leg this way, but okay. So that's, that's passive range of motion, but I can't control it. My leg drops. Does that make sense? So like, that makes sense. essentially like that we have so much access to muscle fibers that we can, we can, we can push our body like uh, forcefully through, but we don't actually have control over it. So would you say mobility is would be the ability to hold that leg up? Exactly, because you because you have your brain can activate those muscle fibers. That's active mobility. That's active range of motion. Active range of motion. We want to improve. So so to simplify, yes, mobility is your ability to improve your active range of motion. That's one facet of it. Yeah. Okay. And then passive is just you performing, just you moving through. Passive is what you have currently access to. What you're just how you're moving throughout your day. That's what you have. Right. Okay. Okay. Cool. So would, would you say it's more important for me to focus on mobility or flexibility? Mm, I think it, they, they, they both go hand in hand. Okay. Uh, I, I can't say. It's probably addressing my own weak points, right? Like if I'm super not mobile in my hips, I should probably address that. Yeah, really. It's whatever you need right now. So it's like, okay, I have this pain point in my body. 
more than likely a mobility solution is is what's going to be the bigger focus but probably in that process you're going to improve your flexibility um flexibility is something i have not directly focused a lot on i just have seen it improve by me really drilling my mobility but i it's like i kind of do and i've created i'd like to talk about here in a little bit like my the mobility method that i'm totally. creating um, yeah, and I want to ask you about your road trip too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a it's a, a form of different flexibilities, but from a, a a yeah, you could say it's just it's flexibility training, but it's into a, a method that I'm facilitating movement after I do that to to I guess increase the odds of me improving my flexibility. So for example, say you stretch. Here's the problem with stretching: if you're not improving your neural connection to that range of motion, your body just goes back to square one. Mm. right you're stretching oh maybe this feels good or maybe it's, maybe it doesn't feel good yeah. and and then you just like okay going throughout my day but if you're not actually improving that it's just going to go back to where it was so right? how do i act how do i actually improve that let's say i'm stretching my my hamstring because this is yeah, something yeah, yeah. i do i've tied it into a habit route every time i brush my teeth i stretch my hamstrings because they're chronically tight but i haven't <laughs> seen things get better tight hammies so <laughs> so there's multiple options you can do one just in that scenario squeeze your quads so that creates a, a, a passive, uh, more passive stretch of the hamstring, which will inherently, because when we stretch, another thing that happens, your Goldie tendons, your, your body will naturally protect you. So it will, it will stop your ability from actually accessing more range of motion. So if you can redirect your brain to the antagonist muscle, your quad, for example, it can, it can allow to create more space in there. Space is what we want to create. Because space means more access and then more ability to activate later. So that's one example. Um, I guess the, the, one of the best things that I do, and this is in the method too that I do, is like really releasing through breath work and, and doing passive holds like that. Mm. And then from there, doing more. So if you were, there's a, hmm, let me think. Elephant walk is a good one. Uh, but doing like a- an Elephant R, walk. Again, RDL, so. How would you describe that? Yeah, you, you're reaching down uh, and you, you want your hands as close to, and by the way, when you're stretching your hamstrings, you wanna be in a pelvic, a, a posterior pelvic tilt, meaning your, your, your hinge, your kinda got that lower back arch that creates more of a lengthening here versus tucked. Right. Okay, so, so posterior pelvic tilt. Um, okay. But- uh, Elephant walk. Elephant walk, yeah, yeah. So you so, reach down, touch your toes, and, and you're gonna basically flex one quad, one leg at a time. And then alternate from side to side. Okay. So if you can't go straight down, which most people can't, and touch their toes, you want to you other than like reaching out further in front of you where it creates less tension, have some type of barrier or box or a bench or a block to, or a block, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever right there to go. So you're directly hinging exactly down. Okay. Um, cool. That's one example. But for you too, like there's there's uh, I do direct like mobility like workouts where it's we. We're going to go through and open that stuff up, like do like an elephant walk or a Jefferson curl is another good example. Um, and then from there, do more activation, like a, a deficit RDL, where I just I just opened all this shit up. I created space. Now let me go and access it. Very lightweight. You just need to stimulate the muscle. That's all that needs to happen. And then from there, I'll do a stretch that I'm just like holding a passive stretch for like 30 to 60 seconds. Okay. Amazing. Yeah, That's mobility is no joke, man. I... What kind of surprised me the most about it is we both, all three of us ran the Austin Marathon this past year in February. Um, Nick, you were pushing somebody through yeah, Ainsley's Angie's. It's fucking savage, honestly. Um, 
kudos to you for that. Yeah, I just signed up for uh, Houston. Houston in January. Yeah, nice with push, Ainsley's. Yeah, pushing again. Oh, nice. That's yeah, we'll we'll get into that. I'll, I'll wanna we'll have a pet episode just for that's a good, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, stuff. we gotta pick your brain about that because you've done a few now, right? Uh, yeah, a few. Nice, awesome. But back to what I was saying with the Austin Marathon, like Bray, you and I pretty much started together on that on the start line right on Congress, and. I have been running personally like almost every day for like three and a half years leading up to that. And you run less, but your mobility every day, your mobility is on point where I'm more running, less mobility. And at the end of when it was all said and done, you uh, had a much had a better time than me in the marathon. We weren't racing at all or anything, yeah, but yeah. we were both going our hardest, trying to do our best, be our best version of ourselves. And to like for someone that hasn't ran as much as you did not, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, the mobility spoke for itself that day when when you almost broke three hours. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get a little history of my running. So okay, I uh, my first ever. I grew up a wrestler. You know, I we ran yeah. a little bit conditioning. Went to college. Where'd then, you grow up? Uh, Indiana. Indiana. Then went to college. Uh, didn't do shit. <laughs> Got skinny fat. Um, skinny fat. <laughs> partied a lot. Fraternity lives. In this <laughs> would, work out, <laughs> would work out for uh, like the two weeks leading up to spring break. That was my extent in my training. Okay. Um, and I want to so to actually, get that good bod for the spring break ladies. But I it didn't. It, but it's not how it works, guys. You priorities. can't work out two weeks prior and it's gonna fucking change something. Yeah, it like, doesn't work. Okay. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> I actually my junior year spring break, I was in Texas for the first time with the South Padre. I jumped off a balcony. And my oh, I, and I planted and my I laid there for like twenty minutes. It was like the second day. My ankle, it, the impact, uh, basically, it left me where there was no cartilage in between the bones on the top of the foot. And I went back and got it. You know, X-ray. MRI, X ray. How, how high was the balcony? Uh, it was the second, like second, second story. story. Yeah, yeah. And were you like, fuck it, I hate. I hate this shit. Or were you trying to like? <laughs> were you trying to make it in the pool? No, we were trying to like plant and roll it. My buddy hit it. He hit that shit. Uh, <laughs> he tucked and rolled. Yeah, he dude. tucked and rolled. I tucked and tucked. <laughs> I tucked and laid down. <laughs> yeah, it was it, it was lit. I mean, I was yeah. drunk, obviously. But totally, uh, totally. anyways, um, I didn't get surgery. They wanted to put a metal plate in my foot. So what that created over time was a lot of muscle imbalances, a lot of pain. Reason I'm sharing this is I ran my first half marathon, 2015. And it was a trudge match. Like, oh. I didn't stop because if I stopped, I wasn't going to be able to continue to go. Yeah. As soon as I crossed the finish line, I lay down and couldn't walk for like a week. Like, it was bad. Because of the foot. Well, yeah, it was just a buildup. I had so much inflammation in this left hip, left knee. Because right. the, the buildup over time of just creating these muscle imbalances. Went straight to the physical therapy and they were like, holy fuck. Okay, so fast forward. That was Indiana. Okay. I ran my second half 2015. marathon. Yep. And then 20. 18 started getting into that's when I got my personal training certification in 2017. Sorry. 2017. And then two dove, years later. Yep. Dove into mobility because I was bodybuilding first, kept injuring myself. I was like, this, this is not fun. So let me learn a different way to move. And were you still in Indiana at this point? Uh, yes. I, I, but then I moved here at the, the end of 2017 going into 2018. Okay. Yes. And then, so for a whole year, I did only body weight training, mobility, really improved myself, but I still had some muscle imbalances mm. and uh, ran a half marathon, Austin, still a lot of pain. Fast forward to last year. And did you come to Austin because of the health community and what brought you to Austin? Oh, I needed to get the fuck out of India. <laughs> I was depressed. Long story short, needed to start life over. I started life over completely. Beautiful. Whole new life. Um. And that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, 
And then so Austin or sorry, May of 2021. No, sorry, April of 2021 started training for my first High Rocks, which is a functional uh, CrossFit Games is kind of the best way I can explain it. Okay. And I couldn't run over three miles without being in severe pain. Had shin splints. I competed in my first Austin High Rocks in May of last year. Right. And I was wearing, I had videos. I was wearing easy strips because I had shin splints so bad. On, that, on your left leg? Only? On both legs. Both, both legs. legs. Um, and immediately, so my left leg is the whole leg was messed up, but I had shin splints in both legs. And okay. immediately after that, I was like, this is not fun. And I want to continue. I want to start running. Like, this is cool. Like, I, I, this is something I'm connected to. I want to, High Rocks has, like, really changed my life, blah, 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 blah. It's another story, too. Yeah. And I was, like, diving into knees over toes training. Dive into more mobility. Knees over toes. Yeah. Patrick. And, and, learning, and learning more outside of that, too. Uh, and I went all in for the next three months. Law of specificity, locked in, competed in High Rocks in LA and won. Like I, I came in as a oh, great shit. runner and, and second, felt, second one ever. Second one ever. Okay. And in the regular division and or the open division. Was that the same year as the first same one? Same year. Same year. Literally three months later. Oh, sorry. May to September. What? Four months later. So May was the first one. Shin splints. You can't run three miles without like pain. Yep. And then you're sending it again in September yep. of the same year. Yep. And you won. Yep. Okay. So what did I do? I, I lost specificity. This is another challenge when it comes to training. The original question of like programming, I talked about intensity. It's also like being really specific on your goal. So here's the goal, reverse engineer, right? Mm. Too many people have too many goals or they're not clear on what, whatever the hell they want either. And it's like getting really specific on that. So what your mind can be more intentional with the type of programming. Right. Um, and I can talk about like the, the deadlift mile PR and the half marathon I just did too because I had the same philosophy. Yeah, um, and it's a year later from that high Yeah, rocks. yeah, so yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and essentially, yeah, drove, dove into mobility, but here's the issue, not the issue, here's the, I guess, perspective change I would like to change in mobility is people, when people think mobility, I feel like the general public thinks more yoga and like physical therapy, right? But there's right. like mobility on steroids too. <laughs> like yeah. there's mobility strengthening, which is like, taking like ATG split squats and stuff like that, taking muscles to full range of motion, actually strengthening, connecting and activating that. Um, so the combination of that and then really the other, the other thing that's, and this is back to the CNS is really throughout your day, finding some type of movement. So I, I do a lot of different flows or I like, okay, I'm sitting for 20 or 90 minutes. I'm going to get up. I'm going to move around and just like get good blood flow. Mm -hmm. Cause not only does that help with, uh, just facilitating better recovery, but it helps you not to lose what you have access to. And my point being is like people are losing access by sitting down, right? Their core is getting disengaged, right. their hip flexors are getting over engaged less blood flow so that that starts to create those weak points right my goal with mobility it puts your muscles and ligaments to like sleep exactly right? so i'm trying to stay lubricated versus have to like go in and get body work done all the time because i'm yeah. so freaking tight if i can stay moving throughout the day I, i'm gonna i'm gonna try to stay lubricated stay, so yeah. so your your high rocks journey from that in between space so what you were doing was that what you called mobility on steroids is that what <laughs> yeah. you were doing it was it taking those were you uh, on actual steroids? There was no steroids involved. To full range of motion and then adding uh, load. load? Is yep. that is was that your secret sauce? That was the recipe? Uh I mean that's one that's one big variable. Uh I think I think also just really this is the original thing of this recovery focused training. Like 
managing intensity because I could do all those things. I, you could overdo mobility. You could stress the joint and stress the ligaments by forcing those in range of motions more often than not or stretching too much more often than not. That actually puts creates inf inflammation in the joint by overloading the joint too much. So there's this, again, it gets back to the like filter. How can I incorporate this level of training or, or this facet of training or this module of training, but also through the lens of managing intensity? Because you still need intensity with it to improve it, right? Because if we're just right. stretching and we're not forcing intensity, then we're not gonna over, we're not gonna over time improve that. Yeah. Is that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's kind of like, you know, being conscious of, all right, I need the rest. You take the time, you're taking a week's, you know, if it's a day for you, you're fully rested, but then you're, you acknowledge that you've taken that time for yourself and then diving right back into high intensity. You know, you don't want to neglect your rest. But you don't want to neglect that high intensity workouts and yeah. sessions that are going to improve you. You know, yeah, it's, it's really, you know, I, that's why I look forward to, I'm hoping this, again, this perspective really sinks in with people of understanding that if you want results, like it's managing your CNS, but like the plant that even more, it's, it's understanding that if there's a fallback when I, like, I feel like I need to do something, intensity is not the, not the route. It's not like, the number like, one go-to. Cause yeah. like, it, again, it's back to like, I need to, I need to get something in really quickly. Ah, that energy is not productive, right? It, right. It, because you need to do the opposite to balance yourself out. Yeah. Cool. So, um, Mobility is important, guys. <laughs> mobility, actually, wait, no. Mo mobility is sexy as fuck. That's Ooh, what it is. It is. Mobility is yes. hot. You heard it here first. Yeah, hot and you boys. always say, Bray, which I like the saying that you say, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. is fast. Like, that makes complete sense. Yeah, and, well, I guess practicality, too, um, you know, in terms, if you want to understand more, you know, my usages of it look like this. Like, it could be a warm-up. Could yeah. be a workout. Totally. Could be a daily movement practice outside of my training. Um, so the 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 daily movement practice that I'm currently creating it's a 15 minute um, flow of different things, and it takes you through to release, mobilize, activate. So okay. we come into a workout, or we come into life, and we have muscles back to recruitment patterns. Some muscles are overactive. Some muscles are underactive. Typically, the muscles that are overactive are people's upper traps, mm. hip flexors. Um, those are common ones. We hold a lot of stress at those points. Yeah, too. Or, or like the front, the shoulders, the chest, right? right? So if if you're going into a movement or a workout, sorry, your body's not going to be as efficient with that workout because it's overactive in the wrong areas that aren't going to support, um, I guess, a, a, a more productive workout or, right. or a safer workout. Um, so release, we want to go in and release. And I do this through different um, kind of stretch. But like when you stretch in, in the holds that I'm um promoting is like a 30% to 40% intensity. So super low level intensity. Um, because again, if we go into that 70, that 80, that 90, yeah. your body is just going to counterproductive. Exactly. Yeah. So and it, it, it seems counterintuitive to do it like that too. It's like, how is this going to improve my range of motion over time? So release is like putting your body in different holds and then mobilize. So say for example, I, my hips are tight. Uh, some, okay. So my hips are tight. Hip flexors are tight. Right. So what do I want to do? I want to release my hip flexors. I want to release using my piriformis, which is your deep underlying uh, glute muscle. Um, I want to release my adductors, right? Those are three usually common muscles that are just like making people's hips tight. Right. So I want to go in and release that through specific holds, placing your body in, in, in different movements. And I want to mobilize. Poses. Yep. And then I want to mobilize the joint. So what's the closest joint? Hip joint. 
So I'm going to mobilize that joint and take it through different ranges of motion. 90-90 um, is, is something you can look up. Is There's different mm -hmm. variations from there. Um, that's a, I do different movements from that to mobilize it. Then I want to activate. So which, muscle is gonna, which muscles are going to support me in that movement? My glutes. So I want to make sure my glutes are super engaged. Um, generally, people's TFL and IT band are overactive too. And your, their adductors, adductors typically, and this isn't for everyone, but typically are, are underactive. So I want to activate those. So when I go and do my leg movements, I'm more balanced. Okay. And then, what's up? <laughs> uh, yeah, release, mobilize, activate. Okay. And then through that whole time, I'm using a, uh, a, an intentional breath work called resonance frequency breathing. Um, you guys can look residence, it up. Re frequency. Residence, residence frequency breathing. Okay. Uh, it's coined. I don't know if it's coined by her, but it's from a book, uh, Heart Breath Mind. And mm. the idea is getting its HRV actually who, training who wrote too. The book? Dr. Uh, Leah Lagos. Okay. And the the intention is getting your your breath and your heart all centric and in, in mind together. Okay. Um, in in coherence. And uh, it's Aligned. essentially everyone has their own, but like the average is four seconds in na nasal, diaphragmic, expand. So your diaphragmic, you want to be able to feel your lower rib cage expand when you breathe. Most people are like in the chest or more in the stomach. Right. So I want to think more outside obliques and like lower rib cage expansion, four seconds in and then six seconds out like a straw through your mouth. Super basic, right? I mean, yeah. you guys have done a lot of different breath works, but doing that for 15 minutes um, I'm actually in like, I propose like doing this twice a day Okay. and it, you're CNS over time. Like, and then not only that, like when you're CNS again, if it's in a, an environment where it wants to, uh, adapt, mm -hmm. your mobility is going to, and your flexibility is going to be so much better too, because you're relaxed. You're relaxed. Right? Your breath is in tune. Right. Yeah. You're so, full of oxygen. So this formula release, mobilize, mm -hmm. activate, um, Let's say going back to the hip analogy, we're releasing the piriformis, the adductors, we're releasing all those muscles around it. Um, we mobilize, maybe we get into a 90-90 and we, or, you know, just do the little activations for mobility. Um, and then we activate Is that, would that be, then you're, now you're doing body weight squats or is it mm. um, some sort of like range of motion test or is it lunges or is it like deadlifts like how do i how do i yeah there's there's options uh glue bridges is usually a good starting point for the average person because it's like easy to get into um yeah. laying on your back and it, it also it's good because you can get there's a couple routes you can go there you can really get good core engagement and an adductor engagement while you do it by putting like a medicine ball or something light in between that you can pinch your knees together this is a very like common physical therapy approach right. yeah. um, and really making sure you're rotating your pelvis to get your core involved with your glutes. So when we think of like the most important muscles on your body, your glutes and your core, hundred percent, hands down, like most important, like they, everything okay. we do and move, like those guys need to be in, in, in tune. In tune. This is why like, this Booty is another conversation, but like this is why machines, you know, and bodybuilding can be unproductive because you're sitting down and you're not really engaging your core yeah, as well. Right. There's less stability. So um, and again, so we're sitting, for, go ahead. They're for, put, <laughs> they're for I, I, I didn't say it. Well, and this thing about back, you know, we're sitting down like right now, like, I don't know, my core is not engaged. My glutes aren't engaged. So right. we want to, we want to make sure that when we go into a workout where we're trying to be productive, that those muscles are supporting yeah. us, not our lower back, which tips like and our spine, people. right? I feel exactly. like that really keeps your spine aligned when you're at, protects your, yeah, it protects your spine yeah. from, all sorts of crazy stuff that can happen. Yep.
Right, so that's that's a, a little formula you, that you've got. I don't have a name yet. I don't have a name for it. Okay. Okay. Oh, like, mobi- mobility wins. Uh, uh, path to pain free. I don't know. I'm Ooh, just like, I like path to pain free. Yeah. Stay on the path. Stay on the path. Stay on the path. Okay. Real Follow quick. Real quick. Gray. I want to talk about that though. So pain free. Let me elaborate on that. Like, it There's takes freaking pain. work, guys. Like, I am not completely pain free. Like, I train so much, things are gonna come up, and I have to address them and work through it. But the idea of being path to pain free, and this is how two things I, I really look at is one, having data points. I know if you do these things that I'm talking about, you're gonna reduce, I guess, the the clutter of what your potential problem is. Right? If you're doing these, you're improving your mobility, you're improving your connection, and you still have a problem. There, now we, we can outrule we can rule this out yeah. that it's a mobility issue. And but 100% on the, on the other side of that is like if you do these things, you're gonna help something. Like it's not gonna hurt you. Right. It's only gonna it's only gonna better your overall health. Yeah. Like with pain, like you want to find the root of the problem, right? Like, exactly. Like you can take aspirin and it takes like the ankle pain away. It's but, a bandaid. You know what I mean? You're not you're not gonna find the root of it. That you're not gonna actually make it go away. But using these tools that we're talking about today, it'll help you kind of, you know, understand your body. Understand your body and find the root to that problem. Yeah, back to like the intuition too of, of you know, we talked about earlier with like CNS and nervous system of really understanding how to activate your muscles and like giving yourself the tools like, okay, I woke up today. Oh, I got a pinched nerve, right? You got a pinched nerve. Okay. So for me, if I have that, I'm this, 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 this. Like I want to give my body these type of stimuluses to hopefully um, solve that problem or right. give, give my body a solution, right? And for your scenario, you know, we talked about, you know, opening up your back and like, Breath work would be huge when you have in, he has a nerve pinch, like <laughs> yeah. really focusing on where is it at? Uh, like behind my left shoulder. Okay, which yeah, is a like, very common area, and it's yeah. something that I personally have a lot of uh, connections to, mm. and it was stemming from my neck. So I had a pretty somewhat different kind of crazy accidents with my neck, and I'm like in the past six months have really got a lot of mm. progress with it. Nice. The first one I was. A lot of drunk accidents back in my day. I'm sober yeah. now, three and a half years. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Sobriety. Sobriety. We are an anti-alcohol, anti-fun podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I did. I tried to do a, a gainer into a foam pit and like his. Uh, oh shit! And landed on my neck like this. So like flexion of the neck and just compression of my spine. And then I was a wrestler too, so I had a lot of torque in my neck. And then I got when I got my DWI, I got a whip concussion so my neck just got a lot and i didn't dress i didn't address it i could just get cairo and a cairo again a tool but it's a tool if you don't solve the muscle recruitment it gets back to mobility like if you don't solve your your connection to your muscles if you're overactive in certain areas or there's like traumas in certain areas you're gonna keep having to go back yeah it's not gonna go away yeah I, i love this intuitive piece to like diagnosing one's own body and being more equipped with tools to like work yourself through that because the way that i because i I pinched this nerve last night i'm sitting there laying in bed and like with every deep breath there's there's pain there and the empowering mindset for me in that moment is why is this happening for me not why did this happen to me why is this happening for me and you actually gave me a clue to that this morning when you said being more aware of your posture is going to be huge, doing more breath work. So now I can come from this perspective of this pain actually allowed me to address these things that could have manifested in other ways, having good posture, breathing in a more intentional way. And I think that's a, a great takeaway 
um, for people who are listening is that, you know, like it's, it's the path to pain free. It's not pain free. It's the path to getting there. There's always going to be pain coming up, especially if you like doing cool shit. Pain will always be a part of the equation for you. For you, Corey, yeah, it, yeah. It's it the pain tells teacher. you. It tells you what you well, need to work on. Here's another example too. Like I, I have a client who has made a huge headway in his mobility, and he's running now, feeling good. And Let's go. he's running now and loving it so much that he he's like he keeps doing it, right? So for example, <laughs> like this, like we uh, typically on Wednesday, as you say, that works. You like it? You want to do more? I, of it. I understand. I want some more I of it. Want to look? <laughs> I understand. <laughs> so so I can see this uh, with myself too. But uh, this past Wednesday, we usually do upper body. He's like, or no, we sorry, we usually do lower body. He's like, can we pivot and do upper body? My legs are really slow and I are really sore. And I like, he's like, I realized that. I just caught, like looked at my miles from Strava. I'm like, damn, I did 11 miles in the past four days. And that's the most he's ever done. Mm. And he he was just like, and again, it's like, okay, your body's going to tell you what needs to happen. Like it's going to, it's going to give you signs yeah. way ahead that you ever have any type of chronic in- injury. It starts acute. It starts acute. something small. It starts whispering. It's going to start whispering in your ear. And it talks to you. Right. And, th- and this is like what I see with a lot of people, um, especially people in their twenties is like they let, let their, you know, their youth uh, I guess cloud them from addressing these problems, right? It's like, oh, you know, it'll be okay. I'll just, I'll just, you know, I'll just keep, I'll, I'll keep, or it's like, I'm a badass and I'm gonna keep pushing through Macho intensity, through yeah. intensity, intensity. And then, okay, look, guys, let's fast forward to my 40s, my 50s. I don't know about y'all, but I wanna continue to do what the hell I wanna do for as long as possible. Dude, and that's where it gets preach. back to my original, preach. like, uh, something I didn't really, haven't talked about is like, this is why I've been so drawn to mobility, is I'm setting myself up for the future. Like I, I, I don't need my ego boost of, of flashing and, and, and doing heavy, heavy weights all the time. And no. the no biggest, one, no flex, one cares man. that you can put up six plates on a deadlift. Yeah, nope. no, a girl will never ask you about that. <laughs> <laughs> They'll ask you about your testosterone does. though. Yeah, yeah. They'll ask you about like how your energy and how you show up yeah, and guess what's yeah. going to give you better. All those yeah. CNS training mobility. If a girl's asking you that you may need to look into her past. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, but man, uh, Bray, I think you're, you're right now, you're, you're like, you're a symbol for me for a bridge that is connecting these two desires to go hard and do it for a long time pain-free. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, when we, when I first started on this journey of running, it was like, it was David Goggins inspired. Mm. So if you know David Goggins, it's just fucking you're a pussy. Your mind's a bitch. You have to push Rub through some everything. Dirt in it. Yeah, and, and there is there is some Married goddamn there. truth there. Yep. And like I had to confront that inner bitch and know, okay, that that's my own resistance that I can get over. But following through that discipline, I ran myself into a stress fracture um, a few summers ago, and that put me out for. I ended up breaking the foot all the way through. It's another story. But I was in a boot for like six to eight months, and uh, that was a setback for me physically. And although I, I gained some mental clarity from the whole thing and it was a good reset for me, um, I think marrying these two ideas of like pushing myself to the maximum intensity um, while also trying to stay pain free, like where those intersect is like intention and, and doing this with, with that long-term goal in mind of doing it pain free for a long time. Well, yeah. and it's op- opportunity costs. Like when I'm making a decision around my well you can do you can put this through all life but through fitness is like what is the cost of me doing this like at, yes i can push through like for example this morning i was supposed to work out with my our boy robin um i ended up sleeping in 
And we are going to have an intense workout. I'm also doing the mile testing for the mile PR Saturday. So yep. my body was like, nah, bro, like take it, take it easy <laughs> take it and easy. chill. Take it easy. But like, I could have like, my ego was like, Hey man, he's, I, I wanted to train with him. We haven't trained for each other for, we haven't trained with each other for a while. And he's going to be doing high rocks soon. I'm like, I want to get a workout with him. So, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice my own goals and push it here. But yeah. it's like that not necessary. Yeah. You know? And you're so in tune with your body that you were able to recognize that it wasn't the day for that. Exactly. Um, and that takes time, y'all. Like, you don't does. just wake up and say, hey, I got it, or hey, I'm paid for you, or hey, I understand what my needs are. Yeah. It takes work. It takes consistency. It's like a relationship. It takes time to build a connection with another human. It takes time to build a connection with yourself. Which is the most important yeah. connection to make. Yes, it's the number one. The biggest flex, man, is seeing, like, an old dude with white hair, and he's just shredded, and he's just able to do whatever, whatever he wants. You know what I mean? Like, his body delivers for him. When he, when he needs it the most. You know what I mean? When you're 65, 70 years old, running a marathon, deadlifting uh, 135 pounds or more, like, that's the biggest flex for me, man. Like, I would hate to be at that age. And, you know, that's a personal fear of mine of not being able to do those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that you just said an emotional piece there, too. It's like, for everyone, like, we... This is we're talking about running too. If like that's yeah. something you're drawn to, like why? <laughs> like <laughs> why? Why? Why do you like get clear on why you want that? And I think that will help you um, to like, put those filters of like how can I do this longer? Right. Right. How Versus can I like sustain it. Yeah. How can I sustain this longer? And not, we're doing these things to feel better, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And like if you do go intense, intense, intense every time, there's going to be a point where after a workout you don't feel better. You feel like shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, just keep that in mind. Like, we're trying to do this to feel better. You know, slow is smooth, smooth is fast, fast is happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, and tie that emotional piece to, you know, because I think a lot of times we we let external factors play in how we, we go throughout our life, right? And it's yeah. hap it ha you see in the running, too, it's like, for a long time, for me, running a nine to 10 minute pace on the trail was like, dude, I don't know. there's all these people on the trail. Like I can go so much faster. Like, <laughs> yeah. like this is not cool. Like I want to show off. Right. And I think, I mean, that's, that's my own personal uh, mm -hmm. story, but I think a lot of people have, uh, you know, they're looking at all these other people and it's like, okay, I, I need to do this, this and this and this versus like getting back to like the emotional piece for them and what connects with them of like, why am I running? Like, why, like, why, what is like, why do I want to do this? Why I want to do this for me? It's like, it's therapy. Like when I had COVID, I was disrupted because I was not running. Yeah. Like, and this it's is a tool. It's a year. Yeah. I'm only a year in. It's a beautiful tool that you can use to just, like you said, therapy to get out there, get outside. You'll get a dopamine, you know, push like. Physi physiologically like it will work for you um you know if if you want it to um also like when with mobility with running outside like that is true freedom like if you can like do things and if your body can deliver for yes. you you'll feel a sense of real freedom you know within yourself that's going to create a confidence that like i promise you you won't get from some from something else. And when the zombies come, we ready. <laughs> we ready, boy. Yo, we ready. The yeah. baby. When the devil come a knocking, he better be careful. <laughs> Yo, but uh, Bray, you touched on a great piece there that I I find myself confronted with. Like when I'm running and I'm sticking to like my own game plan of like staying in a certain heart rate zone, and I see other people like zooming past me. I used to sometimes go on runs and like where my goal would be don't let anybody pass me. Yeah. And, if, yeah. and if they start to pass me, I got to speed up <laughs> and I got Then I'm playing that game. Yeah. But uh, I remind myself 
that person might be running a single mile. Yep. That they this might be their sprint day. You know, or if I see someone that's going slower than me, it's like holding that place of non-judgment and not getting in a comparison mindset. Yep. Maybe that person's on mile 35 today. Yeah. I don't know that person. Six, I only know me and my process right now. And sticking true to that is huge. And I think it's our own race, um, man. It's, yeah, it's you it's, against you. It's the journey of self, really. It's it's the running as a as a uh, mirror of reflection for therapy, therapy yeah. for like, you know, sitting with your thoughts. I don't know if you guys run with headphones or not, but I do zero. it depends. Big, big, I'm a big proponent of like getting into a meditative state with it. And uh, that was a big shift for me is like, this is meditation. I am seeing all these thoughts come and go, refocusing my attention, my awareness, um, being in the present moment. It's, these are takeaways that are very enriching for the rest of my the life. Day and the day. For everything, my relationships yeah. with my... I'm it's a better human. If I run in the morning, I'm a better human. Yeah, totally. Period. Yeah, that's I'm nicer definition. to my girlfriend. I'm nicer to my dogs. I'm nicer yeah. to myself. Myself. I yeah. want. Like, I want more love in my life. When yeah. I, when I, you know, have my own little resistance battle, I break through it and I find that freedom. That, that running towards you know personal freedom. And that's what freedom. Yes, and that's it's hard to have that freedom when you run when you're in pain. Mm, right yep yep, yep. like it is Facts, it yeah. makes it so because i i had that experience you know i'm only a year in of being able to run and be free and it's it's it is it's amazing and the therapy you know you just got so many parallels of life that you just explained there right that prepared yeah. you to be a, a better man yes. right and like we're going to be challenged with ego all the time so it's like i get a chance to be challenged every single time when i'm running mm-hmm. or a, a chance to like jump over those mental barriers this past saturday mm-hmm. i did the did a mile PR, deadlift PR, and a half marathon on the same day. The half marathon, <laughs> boy, I did that with no headphones. Baby. I just ran, boy, yeah. and like I, I mile six battling heat exhaustion already, and I was like, "It's a quick, uh, it's, it's a be quick a long reality run. check. It's, it's a battle. It's it's simultaneously an an ego check to be humbled, and at the same time, it's empowering. Yep, incredibly empowering. Which is like I mean, the the juice of life right there and that's what i explained after i was i i was talking to people after that day like i my my whoop was literally tapped out it couldn't go any higher so my nervous system was completely tapped but the fire inside of me i was i could have spoke in front of a thousand people that day i was fucking litty titty like i was ready to go dude (laughs) like and that and that's when like that just shows you like when you are fueling your passion and something that really empowers you there's nothing can get in the way yeah like nothing get in the way Yes. What, what would you say to somebody who's like, that's beautiful, you know, um, looking at, at somebody like you who's feeling this, this fire and this intensity, this, this passion towards running. And they're just like, I don't like cardio, you know, like I, I don't like that, that sort of thing. And personally, I, I have my, a, a perspective and an opinion, perhaps that everybody should move. Everybody should do, even if it's not long endurance training everyone should get their heart rate up and do this sort of thing because of the things that we talked about that it's you know uh, makes me a better Longevity human um, and everything i think there's just a lot of uh personal barriers out there for people maybe and like uh, i want to help people bridge the gap to you know seeing running or endurance or activities training mm-hmm. in general as like a chore to i want to help them see it as this is empowering. This is, I'm passionate about it. It's fun. We're like, right. I'm, you know, I'm, I want to help people suck the juice out of this part of their life. So like cardio, I think if, if you don't like cardio, then you haven't tried them all yet. 
Because there are so many Could different be. ways to Could do be. it. You can go on a run. You can go swimming. Swimming's go paddling, awesome. Paddling. Go biking. Paddling, kayaking. Boxing. We got the row machines in here. We got the assault bikes in here. The ski ergs. Like, those will all... One of those will speak to you. Like, mm. especially if you're weight training. Especially if you're doing cardio as a supplement to something else. One of those will speak to you. And you will find the love in cardio. And if, if you've tried them all and you still don't like cardio, then... I don't know. Go try jujitsu or something. Go try it. I would, I would say two things to that. Um, one is kind of just being keeping it real and being direct with people, like making health your top priority in life. That's a, a good filter to put that through, and that's going to motivate you to find those things. Either health is a priority, or it will be. Yeah, exactly. Like right. it, if you don't have your health, nothing else freaking matters. Number two, um, find find people like like whether it's a friend, like latch on to what they're doing. Like that's just going to increase the dopamine of you wanting to do those things. If you can find people that you enjoy being around and going doing something that you don't particularly enjoy to do, yeah. because that can change over time just by being around people that you like. It's like, oh, I don't like walking, but my, you know, my best friend since whatever childhood is walking every day. And it's like, okay, I like talking to that person. That's going to reroute the story in your head of like, okay, I like walking. Walking's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So exactly. like, yeah, finding community, you know? Community's huge, man. It will, it will, community will empower you. And if you can find a health community, yeah. like Squash Frontier Fitness. Come to Austin, Texas, baby. Then you're, then you're Austin, unlocked. Texas. Literally unlocked. <laughs> you unlock a new level of life. I yeah. think that's it. I think uh, we got to diversify our approach, maybe, if, yeah. if running isn't resonating with you. Nick hates running. <laughs> <laughs> He's told me before. Low vibes. Low, low vibes, hate, low vibes. Low vibes. Hey, it's love, love, hate, ladies and gentlemen. It's like squatting. It's like any marriage. <laughs> um, cool. To kind of pivot, um, Bray, you're going on a road trip here. I think next week you guys are leaving. Um, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Whew. That's exciting, man. Speaking yeah. about freedom, you know, mm -hmm. being mobile, like you're going to have to kind of flow with things, you know, on like anyone that's taken a road trip before mm -hmm. shit doesn't go right a hundred percent of the time. You're going to get mad at whoever's in the car with you. You're not going to agree on the music. Oh you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you're not so, going to find that vegan meal you're looking for. So what is the, what's the, what's the personal journey? What's the intention here? I've heard a lot about this road trip, but I don't know yeah. what it entails. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, is it your first road trip? First road trip. Well, yeah. Let me. Yeah. So leaving next Tuesday, I've never done something like this in my life. Okay. Um, I've taken road trips, but like driving from Indiana to South Padre for spring break. Like, yeah, 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 <laughs> that's yeah. not a road trip. <laughs> um, this is a real and intentional road trip. The theme uh, is is surrender, and and surrendering to the unknown of and being more comfortable and just like peace and quiet and in nature and space um coupling that with like reducing friction in order to create more flow in my life in order to create more clarity in my life that's like the real that's the filter for this trip yeah that i'm putting everything through um where are you guys headed yeah so first up to white sands new mexico then over to different springs like on so the first, tip of colorado. first you're going west new mexico new mexico colorado this is the tip of colorado then utah we're seeing odessa salt lake yeah um then moab and then i think wyoming oregon washington seeing rufus at the gorge in washington oh shit circling back at Montana. the gorge yeah Ooh. montana and then we'll hit uh i think Wyoming again, and then Denver on the way back. Denver too. on the way back. Yeah, yeah. So White Sands in New Mexico, first yeah. park. Yeah, yeah. And then 
Are you going to stop in Colorado anywhere? Are you just gonna so go we're s- going to Pagosa Springs, which I think is on the edge, and then we're going to maybe Durango to do whitewater rafting. Oh, Colorado, that'd be so. that'd be sick. Is yeah. it just you and Josh going? Me and Josh, but there's people who drop in on different spots of the trip. There's mm-hmm. definitely a, a good chunk of people that are each going to Odessa and Rufus, so I'm okay. going to both. Uh, but for the most part, it's me and him. Yeah, uh, you know we're both very stoic, so I we we have talked about this, and yeah. you know we're very good at like creating space for ourselves. Um, yeah. but also, this is another intent of this journey is I um, want to develop a good working um, relationship with him and right. seeing how we're going to be creating a lot of things too and having a lot of deep talks, taking yeah. a lot of mushrooms together. So it's like, <laughs> uh, Amen. Uh, for the, uh, for the listeners that don't know Yash, um, he's our friend here at Squatch. You guys have known each other longer than I've met. I've known him. Yeah, he's yeah. a master content creator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would I, say he was actually a master systems guy. Okay, that's, that's like that's, workflow type workflow, thing. Workflow, like he that's his that's his bread and butter. But okay. he does, yeah, content creation. As and well. then I know you do a lot of content creation. Are yeah. you guys trying to get some of that out of this trip too? Yeah. So uh, that needs to be intentional because we are trying to obviously disconnect. Uh, True. We're gonna have systems uh, that we're gonna talk about before we go to make it really efficient to where. Um, I don't, in, th- I don't, in theory, this is all in theory right now, right. but, uh, because again, things are going to get slapped in the mouth. It's totally. just, we don't want to make it ever about that. Like I, yes, I want to get, we're going to get things, but that is not the, the sole it's focus. The goal. Um, yeah. cause there's a few things that I, like, I would like to, you know, record my 15 minute flow on fucking in these crazy mountains, yeah, like and crazy views. Yeah. So that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like I, I plan on doing that, but being really intentional with that to not take away from, right other things because the first thing that you answered my question with surrender. is surrender yeah exactly so i'm 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 interested to know the systems that come out of that i think that could be valuable for people for to people know in about, general exactly to, to have that balance of doing and and being right in yeah, the yeah, moment 100 percent. and i live in a social media i mean we we live in a social media world we all do. and everything to me and this gets back to the body too is relationships we talk about relationship with the body everything is about relationships how do you how do you uh, use these tools productively to where it's not impacting your life? So social media is one that is impacting a lot of people's lives in a very negative way. Like we're all yeah. we're all you know uh, uh, knowledgeable with this. Yeah. So understanding it's made that its way into it's like the tool, mainstream recently. Yeah, understanding sure. that it's a tool and not letting it run your life is super important. Mm-hmm. Like it, 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 dopamine too. So like. Oh, like I'm taking a poo. Oh, what do I do? Let me get on social media, right? Like, I can use that time totally. to like read an article or just, you know, be one with my breath and have a nice poo. You know? Or just get up right when you're done and not sit there for like an extra 10 minutes because you're scrolling. Exactly. What I'm doing is I'm putting a, a quote that I really love right in front of the shitter. So that way, anytime I'm, I'm taking a poo, I'm, I'm nice. What's the quote? It's uh, your, your deepest fear is not that you're inadequate. It's that you're powerful beyond measure. Mm. It's uh, Marianne Williamson. It's a much yeah, longer a quote. quote, but yeah. reading a book by Speaking her. Speaking of quote, um, oh yeah, I got a lot of good books that I'm bringing. Ooh, yes. I, I, I could talk I, books. I'll, I'll dive into this real quick, but the quote that I'm also really <laughs> leaning into is that we don't rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our training. Fucking love that quote. Um, I see this trip as a very training trip, understanding systems, one. Um, really... That's a stoic quote, right? Yeah, yeah, philosopher? it's Archilochus. Archilic- um, so that's like thousands of years old. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. I mean, there's other people who've said it in different ways too. Uh, right. But anyways, I uh, yeah, my routines, my habits, like NSDR, like all that shit getting fine-tuned to create more flow. So training my life to create more flow. Because if we have more flow, 
not only are we happier, but we're just getting shit done. Done. Right? So really limiting, again, the frictions no in my friction. life. Yeah, yeah no you're friction. Yeah, just smoothly working your way through things. But also, friction is good, and that's that's intensity to me. Friction is intensity. So how can I utilize friction to grow, right? Being picking and choosing on when I need to. So maybe it's like going to talk to that girl. Oh, that feels friction, but that's going to be good for me. Right. Yeah. So like, like look, looking at the, uh, from that lens of understanding, like there is times that friction is necessary, but over like the whole uh, scope of your life. Yeah. We want to reduce as much as possible. Yeah. Reduce that will lead to longevity, less stress, yeah. less wrinkles. Yeah. <laughs> More smiles. <laughs> More <Less> wrinkles. <laughs> we don't want wrinkles. No. No. And if you do, you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> so you're leaving Tuesday. Next when you, Tuesday. Yeah. When are you coming back? How uh, long is this going to take? I don't know. I don't know. I like we'll that. see. You might be. Uh, you might be in our area when we're running the ultra. If you're around New Mexico and. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh shit! We're gonna be in the Grand Canyon, Sedona. Grand, we're gonna be in Arizona. We're leaving next Thursday the following weekend. Oh, Arizona. Maybe Pagosa Springs is in Arizona. Um, I don't think you're too far maybe. off. Anyways, if we have a, a spare if day, we can to, link. To well, after up, you guys run, we go link. Yeah, I don't know what you guys. Is, yeah, we run the 17th, and then uh, we'll be hanging out 18th and 19th. Trying to, yeah, yeah. Yash has a whole like website for the road trip. It's all fucking cool. Up. Are you guys <laughs> raising? Are you guys doing any like raising money? Nah, man. Again, less, less, less things to think about. Like I've been, I've been, I'm always doing something always like, and like, and, and doing things for other people too. And like, I'm all about being of service, but like, this is a service to me, this trip right here. It's huge. Love that man. Amen. Um, how, so I want to talk about more of service to other people. Exactly. When you get back, um, how I want to talk about your, the program that you're creating Yeah. that people can can purchase Plug yeah, yeah, yeah. What you got not going only that on. that's gonna it's gonna enable you to be able to be gone for so long right yeah that's see so that's because you're leaving the you know the bills don't go away yeah so are, how is that coming along uh so the program i is called strong fast and pain-free um i am marketing more to runners uh but within hopes of creating more of a hybrid athlete mm. um running is the the honey to bring bring everyone in, yeah. Um, and I think again, running is something that is more of a commonality where people feel drawn to that, and and it's easier to do because you just go and run, even if you have bad mechanics. Like people will just go and do it. Versus like a gym, it can be intimidating. You gotta get yeah. the membership. You gotta go in. Yep. So, yeah. but the 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 workout the, the the program itself is is centered around very mobility focused naturally, um, but very functional strength training. Um, and conditioning work outside of running, but through movement, uh, with the intent of you really understanding and connecting to your body more. So when you go to run, it feels good. Strengthen your weak points, all these different things. I've been downloading for so long, exploring for so long. And I've been talking, you know, with different people and it's been very nerve wracking and a lot of, you know, imposter syndrome and shit coming up in terms of creating this program. But now I'm like, I'm so I'm so validated now that I know this shit's real that I'm, I'm leaning into it. I'm excited to get it out there. Um, at the same time, I'm not rushing anything. So people can join the wait list to, to um, the program. I'm going to release a free week. Okay. Um, there's a link in my profile, Coach Bray on Instagram to get Coach on the Bray wait list. Coach Bray on Instagram. Yep. And so outside of that, though, I'm also going to have the, I'm going to release a, a free week for the 15 minute. I'm going to create a lot of free stuff. I'm feeling yeah. that's, that's like my service while I'm on this trip is like really getting clear and all this free stuff that I want to get out there. 
outside of just content um to uh uh that will also be my profile but it'll be like the 15 minutes mobility routine like the go-to for a whole sequence week. that people could use yep a, a, a different one for each day yep for a week cool yep and then that's also within the the strong fast and pain-free program too is like your off days you're doing you're doing stuff like this Amazing. So stay lubricated. Stay yes, lubricated, sir. baby. WD forty in this game. <laughs> <laughs> the holistic route. The holistic route. Um, yeah, that's it's exciting, man. We're excited for you. Appreciate it. It's gonna be a great trip. Um, the views are gonna be insane. The views are gonna be insane. Yeah, um, definitely something I want to do one day is do like a cross country trip. Are you guys getting a van? How's how's that looking? Volkswagen camping. No, it's funny, guys. I don't like I it. it at this point in my life, I'm Volkswagen a, van. Sorry, well, to no, his Volkswagen car oh, okay, okay. Uh, or SUV or whatever um, crossover. Yeah, uh, yeah. So at this point in my life, I actually don't enjoy camping or road tripping. So, uh. <laughs> but I've only <laughs> camped, <laughs> I've only camped in the Midwest, and it, my my I hate bugs. Like bugs, literally just piss me off. And the places that oh. we're going is not like the bugs won't be that bad. Like that's the Midwest, and like Texas is bad. Yeah. Um, but and then road tripping, I never liked it because I just didn't like sitting in a car. But like, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna play this yeah. out. <laughs> Facing some of that internal resistance. Exactly. Like Lewis, a little friction. A little like friction. Lewis and Clark. You'll learn friction. a lot about yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you'll learn a lot about your relationship with Yash. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I look forward to that. Awesome. Okay. Look forward cool. to getting the downloads when you get back. Yep. Yeah, man. Ray, stay warm. Uh, You're gonna hit some cold parts. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's tie a bow on this podcast. Yep. Thanks for coming on, man. You're, time uh, to land this plane. Yeah, we're land the plane, baby. Plane we blasted down. off, and now it's time to come back to to Earth. You're cool. GarageBand tells me how many seconds we spent. Two thousand one hundred ninety-five seconds on this podcast. High quality. We'll never get those back. High quality though. <laughs> Ever high quality for high sure. High quality. Yeah. The highest. High vibes, high quality. High vibes, high quality podcast. Thanks, guys. Uh, We'll talk to you soon.